Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Earn Your Life podcast with David Fernandez Jr. Here we are again, another episode. I'm excited about this one. We have a very special guest with us today. Her name is Jessica Heedy Gandolfi. She's a founder of Harmonium LA. She's also the author of a children's book called Monkey Wishes Do Come True. But most importantly, she's an amazing person. I was blessed to cross paths with her and connect with her. And uh, I just want to welcome you to the show, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me. So grateful to be here with you today. Such a gift. Yay, I'm excited. You know what? <laughs> it's, uh, it's so cool. I have to share with my listeners that um, the way we connected was mm. uh, we got invited to, to this uh, show, EverTalk show, and we didn't really talk that much. But for whatever reason, um, I felt a connection to you. And um, I just felt like we were on the same journey. It was weird. Like we we're both doing the same type of work. And, you know, lo and behold, yes, we are. Absolutely. Well, that's it. You know, energy is everything. And you do, you just, you know, you walk into a room and you feel it, you feel the energy of the room. And, and people say all the time, oh, I didn't like the vibe or that room felt funny or it was a little bit off. You know, I didn't gel with that person. And it's just the, the amount of energy and the type of energy that you're giving out. I remember we sat there on that sofa there, like, I don't know what, seven, eight guests who we were all there yeah. squashed into the sofa. And I was sitting next to you and yeah, we didn't really even speak. It was so chaotic. There was so much going on. Yeah. And, um, but I remember sitting next to you and I was like snuggled into you and I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. I feel this, you know, your energy felt good. It felt yeah. positive. It just felt warm. Yeah. And, you know, like we say, there's some people who didn't even, you know, acknowledge at all because you just don't, you're just not on that same path. You're just not on that same journey and you just pick it up immediately absolutely absolutely yeah so you know what i love is even your your uh your organization right harmonium la mm. like even in the title harmony harmonium mm. yeah let's talk about that talk to me about harmonium la please yeah absolutely i would love to um harmonium la yeah you know i set up the company probably about a year ago now um well it's uh it's something that was just kind of born through my passion honestly for the results that I had seen myself as a client. So harmonium itself, the word harmonium, it's the name of a treatment. So it's a hands-on energetic healing system. Okay. And I um, had been having it myself as a client and had such incredible, unbelievable results with it mm -hmm. um, that I decided, you know what, this has to be shared. It has to be out in the world. It's just not that well-known. Um, just briefly, my background 20, 30 years ago, I trained in the health and wellness arena. And, um, you know, I've worked with many different healing modalities over the years. And I'd never come across Harmonium until, um, you know, I'd come to LA and I was on my own journey of healing. And, um, you know, I had tried everything else. You know, we're so blessed to live here in LA. You know, it's the mecca of health and well being. And, yeah you know, there's something for everybody, you know, there's all weird and wonderful and traditional, non-traditional, you name it, you have it here. It's at yeah. our fingertips. And, um, you know, luckily I was here and I was be able to find a technique that was able to help me move into some really deep and permanent healing for mm -hmm. some of the issues that I've been trying to heal for the last 20, 30 years of my life. So what, what have been your, your like kind of, uh, aha moments or, uh, breakthroughs or even maybe even talking about um, your healing you know what I'm saying like I'd love my listeners to to um, to understand that a little bit more regarding mm. uh, how you were able to uh, you know um, do your healing work 
You know, that's really interesting. And I love that question because the breakthrough for me, I think, well, I know, honestly, it came when, with regard to Harmonium and and what it did for me, was when I was able to share my secret and when my secret became my story. Got it. Because the secret that I was hiding is what was causing me all this pain and this suffering internally to the outside world. Everything looked amazing. Oh my God, she's got it all going on. But internally inside, I spent the last 20 years trying to fix myself and trying to deal with addiction and trauma and abuse the way that I've been abusing my body for the last 20 years. And all I was doing was damaging myself. I thought that I was searching and looking for something which was outside of myself. What I really needed to do was look internally and go within. And when I came across Harmonium, that was when the penny dropped. And because what it does is it changes your level of awareness. It raises your consciousness. There you go. And that's all it does. It allows your body to figure out what it needs to do to heal itself. Mm -hmm. And that's the magic right there. Because we forget, you know, our bodies are so incredibly powerful. They are designed to heal themselves. You know, we are built, you know, as self-healing mechanisms. Um, and we forget that sometimes. And so we're so often out there looking for the fix, looking for the quick fix for the Band-Aid. You know, yeah. I've got this issue. What's going to solve this problem? Oh, I'll, I'll just numb or I'll take a, a drug or a tablet or I'll do something, some escapist yeah. behavior to try and uh, to deal with this issue. Yeah. Um, but what we don't do is live consciously and come from a space of what are we doing that isn't serving us? What are we doing that's making us sick? What do we need to do to create a level of, of health and well-being, which yeah. will lead to permanent healing within the body and the system? Yeah. You know what's so so profound right now is uh, I've been listening to this doctor named Bruce Lipton. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came from the traditional Western medicine. And now he's more in alignment with what you're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because he said something that really resonated with me. He said that any drug that we're given in the Western, uh, you know, medicine, mm-hmm. it, the drugs already produced within our body. Mm-hmm. So when you say that we can heal ourselves, that's so powerful because mm-hmm. it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. hundred percent. It's but... the miracle worker. Like it, it, it can heal from anything. It can take on so much abuse as well, you know, and try to even work around that, right? Absolutely. But no matter what, if we're not in alignment, it's going to show up in one way or another. 100%. And that's the thing right there. But unless you give the body the right environment to heal itself, then you won't get the results. Yes. So in order for your body to heal, it has to rest and has to have the right nutrition. Mm. And if it doesn't have those two things, it cannot heal as it's supposed to heal. Yeah. And so, like you say, it will manifest in physical way, shape or form yeah. and be that an illness, be it some kind of destructive behavior, um, some kind of anxiety, depression, whichever form it chooses to take. Yeah. Every physical manifestation that we see with regard to health and well-being is an internal imbalance within the body. So, you know, what I love about what you're saying right now is that ultimately it's all about raising our awareness, raising Absolutely. our consciousness, because the minute that we kind of start on this journey of self-awareness, um, I mean, at least for me, I'll speak for myself. What I'm learning even right now as we speak is, is surrendering, 
surrendering, surrendering, surrendering, and being open to receiving the information that I need to be able to heal myself on different levels. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And, and that's, you have to be conscious. You have to be more aware. And yeah. that's the, and the world in general right now, like we have to raise our levels of consciousness and awareness. You know, yeah. we have to be aware of what we are doing that is not serving us individuals as a community or globally. And yeah. we, we need to change that. That's where we need to start. And I mean, you know, it's all about the laws of nature. It's about the invisible, the visible, the cause and the effect, you know, and harmonium is born from divine spiritual wisdom, which mm. is exactly what you're talking about. And, you know, divine spiritual wisdom is based on the laws that govern nature, humans yeah. and the divine. It's the unseen yeah. laws. I love that. I love that so much. Like I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Okay. Mm. What, what's crazy is, is um, let's connect it also to our subconscious mind. Like yes. how do how do we? You know what I'm saying? Like how's how do we connect that for our listeners for them to 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 understand a little bit more clearly? How is that all connected in regards to our subconscious mind or our mind? Period. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, you have to be in that state of relaxation. Like I say, you know, harmonium is working very much on the nervous system, mm. and as a society, as a world at large, you know, we are running so much in that flight and fight zone. You know, we are running on the sympathetic nervous system, which is your, um, your, your fight and flight. You know, that's the one that sets the adrenaline going. That's the one when you're stressed, when you're anxious, when your mind is working overtime, you are in that sympathetic nervous system state and your body is on high alert all the time. And when you're in that space, it's very difficult to connect with the divine, with consciousness, to be aware of what you're doing and what you're saying. And so and it's kind of like a blockage, right? Absolutely. Kind of like a blockage. Yeah, 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 you just, you can't focus, you can't think. And you, see, you hear people say, oh, I was running around like a headless chicken. I was so busy. I couldn't think. I didn't have time. People are just running. Um, you know, and it's survival. It's, it's survival. It's survival. Flight, exactly. Right? Fight or flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to really connect and to really get into that space, you have to activate the parasympathetic side of the nervous system. And that's the rest and digest. And that is the space which will really allow your body time to figure out what it needs to do to heal. And in order to get into that state of deep, deep relaxation, you have to activate the parasympathetic side of the system. And it's very difficult to do that because we don't give ourselves time, yeah. you know, and that's why tools like meditation and, you know, having quiet time out and walking and silent time is so powerful and why it's so important, you know, and people talk about it all the time, but you have to take it a step further because sometimes even that is not enough because even when we're taking time out to meditate, we've still got maybe our phones at the side of yeah. us or we're getting distractions left, right and center. So you really need time to completely disconnect and get into that really, really deep state so that you can allow God's source, universe, divine, whatever it is to come in and to allow you to really pick up those messages and become more aware. Because the more aware you become, the more conscious you become, the more conscious you become, the better choices you are going to make. Oh, my God. That's just, that's just so powerful. You just said it so beautifully. Like, <laughs> it couldn't have been said any better than that. Like, Thank you. It's so deep. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's so beautiful because... You know, honestly, like for me, you know, I always hear people saying, hey, I want to change the world. This world, we got to make the world better, so on and so forth. The only way I've learned is that to make the external world better, we have to go internally. 100%. And, you cannot work, change. Right? The, 
Yeah, you can't change the world unless you change yourself first, period. You can't, right? Boom, I love that, yes. (laughs) But you know what, though, David? You know what's so important? And and this is what's so perfect because of what you are doing in the world, your message of love and spreading love is we have to come from a place of love. We have to get out of our heads and we have to get into our heart space because the heart is where it's at. Love is one of the most powerful vibrations on the planet. But so many of us are running around in these lower energy frequencies. You know, so many of us are dealing with guilt or shame or fear. And all of those energies vibrate so low on the scale of vibrational. You know, shame vibrates at a level of 20. Yeah. You know, and fear vibrates at a level of 100. Love vibrates at 500. The difference between fear and love is huge. And that is the energy that we need to be working on dealing with on a daily basis. Because when you are in that space of love and joy, which vibrates at 540, it's even higher than love. Then you are just automatically, what you're putting out there is just emanating out into the world. You know, people forget the, the, the heart is the first organ to form in a fetus. It starts Ooh, beating, I love that. I love starts that. beating yes. before the brain is formed. Yeah. And we forget that. It's like, oh, we need to think first. You know, we need to get out of our heads and get into our hearts because that's when the magic really starts to happen. We have to come from a place of love. You know, but you can oh, only I do that. You, I love you, man. You are on fire right now. You are oh, on fire. Well, no. That's you, the energy right there is the that's heart. That's it. That's right? right it, you know. <laughs> but you have to control your mind because so many people, oh, I, I must do this. I must do that. No. Hold on one second. Stop. Take a minute. You know, we have to control our mind because when we control our minds and we control our thoughts, our words, our feelings, our actions and our attitude. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I'm loving this. I'm loving this juice right now. (laughs) I'm loving it. You know, what's so crazy is that for for a lot of people, it's so difficult to understand Mm -hmm. how our thoughts are not us. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I've shared this before and I'll share it again because it's so valuable. But literally our brain, our physical brain mm-hmm. is wired to keep us safe. Absolutely. So even, even on a crazy level of like hesitation when you're doing something new, the minute that we hesitate, our brain automatically goes into, okay, what's wrong? Why are you hesitating? You yeah. didn't hesitate when you put on your shoes. You didn't hesitate when you brush your teeth. Why are you hesitating right now? And yeah. that's the unknown. And the most beautiful thing that I'm learning is that true living, true, like living, like fully is living in the unknown because that's what gets us out of our comfort zone. That's what stretches us out. That's what has us grow and evolve and learn. And and that's truly living right there. 100%. That's it. We're stagnant, right? we're, we're, We're dying if we're not evolving or growing. We have to be, you know, we are energetic beings. Yes. And energy is, you know, emotion in motion. And so, you know, we have to make sure, sorry, emotion is energy in motion, I should say. And yeah. so, you know, we have to make sure that we're constantly moving. We have to be constantly moving our bodies, moving our minds, moving our thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, to really be available to the messages that are out there waiting for us to pick up so that we can make sure we're on our right path, that we're on our right journey, so that yeah. we're in a position where we can be able to serve other people. You know, you know what? Jessica, I have to share this because it just uh, uh, showed up for me right now, right? So I'm going to give an example of that. Mm. My my friend, I was with my friend, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I just, I love, I love these kind of conversations. I love deep conversations. So anyone that's my friend, they already know we're diving in deep. You know, mm. I don't have time for anything else other than 
than, you know, the heart space, right? Yeah. So I started asking them. I was like, hey, you know, what's your dream? Like, what, what are your goals? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going for? And in the moment, he didn't really have um, an answer, right? He was kind of like, man, like, I never even really thought about it. And mind you, he's like close to 40 years old, right? So 40 years and he hasn't really ever thought about like his dreams or his goals or whatever the case may be and really put thought into it. And what's so wild is that conversation, I feel, was the beginning and triggered something within him. And and he's been on this journey. Don't get me wrong. Like he's always, you know, um, been trying to consume, you know, conscious uh, information, you know, motivational videos, whatever the case may be. And all of a sudden, I think like a week later, I received a, a message from him and he's now doing these uh, motivational videos on YouTube. Wow. And they're so powerful. He's including a lot of uh, different speakers and he's got the visuals and the music. And he's always been uh, had that gift of, of music and, and arts right. and creativity. And so now he's like putting energy into it. Uh-huh. And what he's producing is is just love. And, right. you know, it's, I've, I've been sharing some of those links and it's just the energy is kind of like uh, snowballing now, in essence. Right. And right. I, I, I talked to him about that. And I was like, how crazy is it that the action of just thought of what your dreams or goals or even trying to be aware of what like feels good in your heart and what what makes you happy? Mm. And, and, and the, the power of that is incredible. Why? Because his response is what really touched my heart. He said, David, I've always listened to these motivational videos. I've always, um, you know, kind of consumed that. Why? Because it made me feel good. Mm. It made me feel good. And so now I get a chance. And he told me he like spent three, five hours on this video and it felt like an hour. And that's when you know you're in alignment, right? When you're, right. we're having so much fun that you even forget uh, the, the time factor. Exactly. And he was saying, dude, I was in my, in my office and just, you know, creating these videos and three, five hours passed by. I don't remember the exact number from three to five, whatever. <laughs> right. But he was like, he was like, and, and, and then I, I, I finished it and I was so proud of myself and just to be able to share it. And then we dove into like right now at this particular time in life, yeah. we have the ability to share our creativity, our messages, our work to the world. It's, mm. it's, all, it's in our fingertips. That's so it. how crazy is that, right? Like we're able to share it and people around the world could listen to our creativity or be exposed to our love and creativity. How crazy is that? Exactly. And you know what that reminds me of as well very much is like, you know, that saying that they say, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And it's almost like your friend had that kind of, he wasn't ready. Like he was listening, 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 but he just wasn't quite ready. And then all of a sudden that's it. And he's ready and he's in the right time and space and off. And there's no stopping him now because he's learned so much, you know, he's taken it all in and now he's ready. And he's going to share that with so many millions of people. And it's beautiful. It's exactly what we need more of on the planet these days. You know, you know know what I love too, Jessica, I have to say this because this is really um, just just at the forefront of my heart, right, mm. is that for most of us, or, you know, I could say all of us at one point or another, we we run away from pain. We try to put mm. up walls to protect our heart when we do get hurt emotionally, physically, whatever the case may be, yes. right, spiritually, mentally, whatever. Yes. And, uh, and so we try to protect ourselves when in reality, like, if we kind of shift our paradigm, our way of thinking or look through these different types of lenses of embracing 
the the pain, embracing the trauma, embracing the struggle, embracing what we usually run from. Mm-hmm. To me, that's where the freedom is because that's where we get to know each other or know ourselves yeah. that much more. Hundred percent, and you know that's so beautiful, right there, because that's exactly what most of us are doing. You know, I remember I was listening actually to one of your pods earlier um, that you did, and you were talking about when you were speaking in front of a bunch of um, students in school, and you had like eight, nine hundred kids in this room, and you said to them, "Put your hand up if you feel alone right now." Mm -hmm. And you said, "Like, was it eighty percent of the room put their hand up?" Ninety-eight percent of the room. Every single time, like five hundred to three thousand five hundred all school assemblies. It's always from like 98 to 99% of the people that raise their hands, right. including staff members, Jessica. Exactly. Okay. So they're, they're surrounded by eight, 900 people, but yet they're feeling alone. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Because the journey they're on is that journey where they're at that point in their life, they're probably either living in that energy of shame, guilt, yeah. fear. And yeah. so what do we do? And I know myself, I spent 20, 30 years of my life running in my yeah. mind. It's like, oh, I want to go and travel the world. I want to explore. I want to go and get all these beautiful adventures. Of course, I got to see the world. It was amazing but what I was really doing was running away from a traumatic teenage part of my life which then brought with it its own repercussions because along with the running the pain didn't go away so then you have to resort to other ways to try and deal with it so that's when you start with the addiction or the numbing and all the other different ways but now when I look back and I've done all this work and I say used to say why did that happen to me? Why was it that I ended up in that abusive relationship? Why was it that neither of my marriages worked out? Why was it that I ended up with that addiction? Why, why, why? You know what? No. Now the way I look at that is, what did that teach me? That was a lesson. Like every single experience has been a lesson because I have learned something from each and every experience, from every person, from every situation, everything. And so that's it. You have to just turn it around. You have to look through a different lens and you have to stop saying, why is this happening to me? And more, why is this happening for me? What is this teaching me? And what do I need to take and learn from this experience? And it's just changing that mindset. It's flicking the switch. I got more goosebumps, Jessica. I'm loving this. I got more goosebumps. But that's when we talk about, you know, your thoughts, words, feelings, actions, attitude. If you control those five things, then you're nailing it, you know, because whatever you think, you will create. Words are powerful. Whatever you say, you are putting into the universe, good or bad. You know, and they say that whatever you say, you can't take something back. So if you say something in a moment of anger or frustration or rage, it can be damaging. It could be so hurtful and destructive, or it can be uplifting and the most encouraging, light, bright thing that anybody's ever heard. You can make someone stay, you can break someone stay just with the power of the word. Yes, You know, and the way you feel, the way you act, and then your attitude. That's the biggest one. Here's the thing that I, I kind of want to go back to really quick because I feel it's so important, right? Here, here is uh, the, uh, the impact that not being able to be your true self mm. or, or, or hide from certain things that you might be ashamed of or whatever the case is, mm-hmm. is what happens is when we're not our, our authentic selves or we can't really truly step into us and whatever us is right Mm -hmm. is that we start feeling like no one knows us Mm. and and we and and all we are i mean we are connected all we are is energy so if we're not if we're we're not feeling that love or that connectedness and i'm I'm coming from like that that you know that that truth right that honesty if if we're you know if let's say let's say for example 
you know, I, I got molested when I was a kid, right? Mm. I, as a matter of fact, I just had um, Flip Rodriguez from American Ninja Warrior yeah. on my latest uh, episode, and he talked about that. He had been molested when he was younger yeah. and what the guilt and shame that came mm-hmm. with that. And what's crazy is that if, if we try to, like, deny that or hide that mm-hmm. or not deal with that and run away from it, then slowly but surely as days pass, we go into a deeper, darker space of unhealthiness, meaning that the the magic's in being seen, the mm-hmm. magic's in being able to share your truth without any meanings attached to it. And it's well, the, the magic and the power of doing that is so crazy because I've experienced it over and over again in the environments that I've been in, working with nonprofits and educationalism all over the place. Yeah. And what I've learned is like, that's the most powerful magic in the world is to be able to say and share you know what you think is your ugliness or what you think is shameful or whatever the case is Mm -hmm. and then get in your minds thinking you're going to get judged rejected or they're going to laugh at you or whatever the case is and it's the complete opposite what happens is all of a sudden there's other people that are feeling the same thing and they, they, they might not even have experienced the same thing exactly that you experienced, but they understand the pain, the guilt, the shame, everything that comes with it. So they automatically connect to you. 100%. And so that's what I love about courageous people that are on the front lines, mm-hmm. sharing their heart, sharing their truth is that you're, you're kind of enabling other people and, and letting them know that it's okay. It's okay. And, and, and I'm sharing from, from my experience i'm i'm literally coming from a place of my heart i feel freedom being able to share everything that i've been through all the so-called quote-unquote bad experiences or whatever and i'm free from it because it it doesn't there's no meanings attached to it anymore you know what i'm saying like i was able to heal from it and i feel free and Mm -hmm. i'm able to share it to the world and people are like oh my god you're so brave you're so courageous and i'm thinking to myself man like that's the secret you know, and that's it. There's but that's it. You're, you're giving people, all, you know? yeah, you're giving people permission <laughs> to be themselves by you being yes. you, by you sharing your light yes. and forging the way, then you give people permission to share their light yes. because every single one of us is here for a purpose. We're all here to shine bright, but society has just deluded, you know, we're so yeah. in this space of, well, I better do this. We're in the head. We're just in our heads all the time yes. rather than being in our hearts. It's going right back to that, being in that heart space and get out of our head, get rid of the ego and get back to the heart space. What does this feel? You know, how, who am I? What am I here for? Yeah. You know, and there has to be more to this. And by people like, you know, like you say, like yourself and all these other people talking out. And like I say, my secret became my story. When I started talking about my secret of alcoholism yeah. and eating disorders, that yeah. became my story. And that gave other people permission. And like you say, it's incredible yes. the amount of people that reach out and say, I feel you. I was that person. Can you help? Yes, I know. And, and the amount of people that then can just open up and feel that relief. Yes. That oh, they are normal. Yeah. They are human. We're all human. We're all humans. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. having this weird life experience, and you know, <laughs> you know, you know what's so beautiful right now is is I feel we are vibrating so mm. high right now. I'm just loving this. Yes, and, and and I have to say to the listeners right now, take a breath. Mm. It's all part of the journey. It's okay, even the so-called bad stuff. It's all for a reason. You know, and if we're able to learn and grow from it, let's do it. 
because that's going to take us to the next chapter in our lives. That's it. You are worthy. You are loved. You are awesome. You are light. You are everything. Mm -hmm. You always have been. All you got to do is go back inside and go to your heart to remember that. Exactly. That's That's it. it. And breathe. Uh, uh, I love that you said that. The breathing is just crucial. Because yeah. we all, yeah, we forget we're breathing. We take it for granted that we're breathing, you know. But some people didn't even wake up this morning, you know. That was it. That they're done. And yeah. so you have to make the most of every second that you have on this planet. And remembering to do, like you say, remembering taking that time and just breathing. Yeah. Wow. Consciously man. being aware and looking at, you know, inside how beautiful you are, how important you are. And sometimes, you know what, if you forget that, sometimes the easiest way to remember that I find is to serve others, do yes. something to help somebody else. Yeah, because the it. minute you do that, it switches your perspective. It changes your mindset. It does. It takes it does. the pressure you know off of you. I'll tell you this, Jessica. I think that's a perfect, perfect segue into what you're giving to the world or one of the things that you give <laughs> to the world, to be honest with you, which is your children's book. Yo, monkey. <laughs> monkey. Yes. Talk about children's monkey. book. Monkey. I, I, I feel it so powerful within itself. So talk about it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, monkey was, was a labor of love, I guess, more than anything, it was more of a passion project, but it just ended up morphing into something so much bigger than I ever imagined it to be. And, um, you know, Ultimately, Monkey is a children's book, which is based on my daughter's connection with her stuffed animal, who was called Monkey. (laughs) And uh, who's Monkey? Called Monkey. And, um, (laughs) you know, she had him since she was two years old. And Monkey went everywhere with us. He was, you know, that was it. Every child has some kind of stuffy, blanky animal, you know, some kind of fuzzy. And Monkey was Amelia's. And they literally went everywhere together. Wherever we traveled in the world, Monkey would come with. And I'm not kidding you, David, honestly, we would travel all over. And every time we went somewhere significant, we would lose Monkey. Oh, wow. And we would lose him not just for five minutes, but we would lose him like full on in a, a big old environment. So we lost him on Madison Avenue at rush hour oh, um, wow. for half an hour. You know, we didn't realize we got back to the hotel that Monkey wasn't with us anymore. So we had to go out and oh my gosh, Monkey. And we went out and there he was sitting. Someone had put him on top of a mailbox, you know, across the street from the hotel. Oh my God, Monkey. <laughs> you know, we lost him in LA. We lost him at Heathrow Airport. We kept losing him in really wow. busy places, but he would always turn up again. And I said to the kids, you know what, we should write about monkey's adventures. You know, monkey's just this little adventurous being. He's off and every single time we lose him. You know, a lot of parents would just say, oh, don't worry, we'll just get you another one. But this was monkey. And Amelia, you know, if I'd have said to her, oh, don't worry, oh no, you know, my life wouldn't have been worth living. So um, anyway, long story short, you know, I had this idea, oh, maybe we should, you know, I said to the kids, we should write monkey's adventures. Didn't think anything more about it. My kids go into middle school and we end up being connected through the school to an orphanage in Tijuana. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a couple of girls that run this charity called the Faithfully Yours Foundation, which is a nonprofit, 5013C. And they basically support this orphanage, Casa Hogar Sion, in Tijuana. So every year, the middle school kids at Christmas are given a child from the orphanage and they have like a wants and needs list. And so each family is assigned a child and they're given the list and you go off and you shop and you buy a bunch of stuff that these children need, you wrap them up and then you take them to school. And then the eighth grade children go on a bus down to Tijuana and they spend the day in the orphanage. They give the children the gifts, they spend the day and it's just magical. And once we were introduced to this, I was just, I was almost in tears. I said, oh, this is just such an unbelievable act of love and kindness and service. It's just, it just hit me. 
Yeah. And I said to the kids, I was on a plane with them again with Monkey, and I said, you know what? We have to write Monkey's books, and what we have to do is we have to donate a percentage to the orphanage because Monkey was an orphan. And Monkey and Amelia's bond was so strong and had so much love running through it that it just made perfect sense. It was like my light bulb moment. I was like, that's it. And I don't know, I'm sure you're familiar with that book, um, Big Magic, Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah, for sure. And she has a little piece in that book. And it says, you know, when you have an idea, when an idea comes to you, you are supposed to do something with it. Mm. Because if you don't, that idea will float around the universe and it will go to somebody else and you'll miss your chance. Wow. And I remember reading this book and reading that piece and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do something with this because if I don't, somebody else is going to. And I owe it to the children of the orphanage. I owe it to Monkey. I owe it to myself and my kids because I've said it, that I'm going to do it. Now I have to follow through. And um, so that's what we did. And it's funny because, you know, you think about it, how many times you say, oh, I have this idea, you do nothing. And then all of a sudden you see your idea on the TV or in the newspaper. You go, oh my gosh, that was my idea. <laughs> That's crazy, right? I know, yeah. You know, so anyways, this other point. So yes, yeah, so that is how Monkey came about. So, you know, I've never written a book in my life. I have no idea about writing. You know, I'm not from that literary world at all. But what I knew was that I had this story, which was beautiful. It was going to serve a community that was beautiful. And so I just was called to do it. And so I wrote the book. It's actually one of four. So the first one was written. I found a publisher. They had an illustrator. They put the whole thing together. It was actually published last August. Um, And then the beautiful thing was that I actually took the book down to the orphanage. And I have photos of the children in the book. And so I took the book down to the orphanage and read the story to them. And it was just amazing. And the kids, to see the joy on their faces when they saw themselves in the book, in their photograph in the book, was just incredible like I can't even tell you the 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 joy I mean I was crying like just joys it was just overwhelming because when you serve to that degree and you see the joy and the brightness that you're bringing to other people's lives it just fills you up to another level and everything that's going on in your world it doesn't matter anymore doesn't matter you know because there's something more important first of all I just have to honor you for (laughs) for what what you've done and and, uh, you know, it, it, it really touches my heart. And you, do you still go down and visit, you know, and stuff like that? Yeah, well, I do. I haven't been, obviously, because of COVID. But the last, right. so I went down there in October when I took the book down there and we did reading, did some pictures and stuff with the kids. But, you know, the book donates some money from the book, every sale, the proceeds go to the orphanage. Um, and Will of course, you do me a huge favor, Jessica. Mm, of course. Next time you go, first of all, let me know, and I might want to roll down with you. Totally, hundred okay? percent. Second of all, um, and it's very important, is when you're reading to them, or whenever you get the opportunity to do so, and maybe you already do this or not, whatever. But please let them know that they can write stories themselves, that they can yes. be an author. Like, exactly. please let them know that that's really a big passion. Anybody can be, David. And you know, anybody can be an author. And it's so funny. So many people reached out to me when they saw what I was doing with the book. Women, friends of mine, you know, oh my gosh, what did you do? How did you do that? I have a book. I want, you know, we all have at least one book inside of us. All of us. Yes. And you know what you do? You just start. Yes. (laughs) Just start. And then before you know it. Our mind will stop us and tell us, but we're not this. We don't do this. We don't have this. Forget all that. Fuck all that. I got to say it like that. Exactly. Even if one person, (laughs) even if you touch one person, then you've done your job. Yes. That's it. And then your story's out and it's in the world and it's in you to be told. So just do it. Just do it. 
I love that. Ooh, <laughs> man, I can't believe the time flew by. I know, I know. We're, we're about to wrap this up, yes. but if anything, um, please, uh, like, first of all, please answer this question because this is a, the way I like to finish my podcast episode, okay? Is if you had the microphone to the world and you have it right now and the world is listening, what would you share with them? Mm. You know, honestly, really simple, really simple. Be kind, mm. always. You do not know what someone else is going through. And you have no right to judge anybody. Yeah. So you have to be kind because your kindness can change someone's life. I love that. I love that. You know, what's crazy is um, I, I had a, a I, worked, I, was, I was a youth outreach worker at a, at a high school. And this was like about 111 years ago. Right. Mm. And um, I was still a kid, to be honest with you, when I was, <laughs> when I was there. And um, on Instagram, I got a me- like a personal message um, from this kid that I supported and 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 believe and, you know showed belief in them uh, way back when and how it had such a huge impact in their lives. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I, like I broke down crying with the message that that they wrote, and um, it was just powerful. And so I am agreeing with you. It is it, is if you keep sharing your heart and you know your intention is good and you're you you give like it, you never know um you know what kind of impact you'll have yeah 100%. and that's the truth 100%. jessica i love you jessica thank oh you i love you too and thank you so much for having me yeah. always a pleasure to connect now with before you. before we uh thank you thank you and before we we leave i'd love for your our listeners to um to be able to you know connect with you um mm. if they resonate with what you shared if yeah. you can kind of just share where they can find you, that'd be great. Of course, yeah. And Instagram, it's um, at Harmonium LA, um, the business, or at JH Gandolfi, either one. Um, and then the website, HarmoniumLA.com and JessicaHedyGandolfi.com. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you once again, Jessica. Oh, my pleasure. Awesome, just keep shining. You keep too. Shining. I love yeah. you. <laughs> Have a beautiful day. You too. You too. And to my listeners, I just want to thank you once again for tuning in and spending this time with us. Uh, I love you guys. Let's keep, let's keep shining. All right. Earn your life.